You have found yourself on another episode of Locked on Bulls. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the Raptors' reported interest in Iota Sumu. Me and Pat are also going to break down what success could look like for the Chicago Bulls in the 2023-24 season. And Grant Williams' deal makes Nikola Vucevic's looks a little bit better. We're going to get into all that and more on today's Locked on Bulls. You are Locked on Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. That's Pat, the designer, host, and creator of the Windy City Breeze and host of the Chicago Bears podcast over at ESPN 1000. I'm Hayes, also creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central's YouTube channels and podcasts. But Pat, I would assume one of listed on a couple of different uh, outlets as one of the best free agents left on the market. Reportedly, the Raptors are interested in Iota Sumu. Now, Iota Sumu is a restricted free agent. Uh, he has a qualifying offer of a little bit over $5 million. I'm going to ask you this, Pat. Are you worried at all about the Raps taking Iota Sumu, or do you think maybe it's best that Iota does move on? I want to see Iota develop here. I just do. I it's We drafted him. He played well for us his rookie year. I would love to see him stay in Chicago. I would love to see him. I, I don't think that Io is going to be the player we saw last season. I do think he needed to show us more, but I don't think he's going to end up like his NBA career is going to be that guy that we saw last season for the rest of his life, right? I just don't believe that. So for me, I really want to see Io be able to come out and develop as a Chicago Bull. But at the end of the day, is he going to get enough playing time for him to take over a role here? Probably not. I think we all know he's not. He can play. He's he's one of those people, like I always talk about, that it irritates Hayes when I call him that, right? Like, he can play point guard. He's not a point guard. He's a combo guard who, for, for the most part, right, can fill in that role for us. And I think that he's just not going to get enough of an opportunity with the additions of Javon Carter, with, I think, more of a want for Dalen Terry to take on a bigger role coming into this season. Um, I just don't know if he's going to get those same opportunities that he was given last season, especially how last season ended. So it might be best for him to move on to the Raptors, but it's not what I hope for. That's fair. The way I look at it is this, is that the Bulls knew when they came into the season understanding or this offseason that the market was going to set the value for Iota Sumu. What that market sets the value at is going to determine whether the Bulls bring him back or not. I fully do believe that. So I think that the Bulls have a number in mind that they're willing to keep Io up to. If the Raptors offer more than that, shout out to them. Shout out to Iota Sumu for getting the bag. It, yeah. It's unfortunate because I think I do think if Io didn't have, unfortunately, the, the down season in the second year, he would absolutely be back by now. They probably would have signed him by now. Yeah. Um, They'd have signed him during the season. Probably. Exactly. So yeah. it is what it is, unfortunately, when it comes to that. But, you know, I hope that Io can stay here as well. I know a lot of Bulls fans are down on Io, but we, we, do that, we do that so much as a fan base. The way that I look at it is that at some point, it's time to just realize, let's just, can we, can we give guys until they're 24, 25 years old? Can we start doing that at least? Well, Everybody's, I mean. Everybody's so ready to it's give just, up that's on just, people. It's just next season. It's just next season. Yeah. Just, that's why I said 24 or 25. Well, okay, okay, I'll build that I, in a little bit. It's just build next that season. in a little bit. 
Um, uh, I, but, I, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I'll ask you this, though, right? Like, when when you weigh it, you can't develop everybody. You just can't. It's not it's not possible for to see everybody develop on your team. There's not enough minutes to go around. If you had to pick on the person that you believe is going to develop with the highest ceiling, is Io among those players when you're talking about a Dalen Terry, when you're talking about a Patrick Williams, when you're talking about some of those other young Kobe White even. I mean, Kobe White still has to be included in this conversation now that we've resigned him, mm -hmm. right? Is there enough room for Io still on this team? I think is the question that you got to go in here and ask. Here's what I think is that Io Sumu. I'll say yes, only because if Iota Sumu comes back to be the defensive player that he was consistently in his rookie year, there's always going to be space for a player like that. Always. Yeah. So, um, I so I mean, I hope that that can, and, and having Alice Caruso and his versatility to be able to guard one through three helps that as well, but it's up for it's up to Io. Io's going to have to own his own development to a degree and realize, all right, listen, I, I worked myself out of my rotation, my starting spot, um, I'm gonna have to make my name defensively again, and then we'll see what comes what comes from that. He's gonna have to retain that mindset, and so you know. I, and don't get me wrong. I look at I look at the the Raptors roster, and I look at that, and I can say, hey, listen, there's a, there's a lot of worse ro rosters than I can go to. I don't know what he does for their need for shooting because it really looks like he just helps double down on everything they do there. They already signed Dennis, Schro Dennis Schroeder there as well. It's the same team, bro. It's it's the like, same, yeah. like if he goes to the Raptors, it's just like oh. Black guy that's uh six five with a six nine wingspan. Check. I mean, the thing <laughs> is, is that that they did draft Grady Dick. So the IO Dick one two punch on the alley oop. I feel like you. I feel like that that could be some that could be some goal there for their for their commentary team. Even though the Raptors commentary team sucks. But <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, listen. hey hey hey, it's just. But they gonna change his name. It's not gonna be IO as soon as he get there. It's gonna be AO to Dick. <laughs> <laughs> That wasn't my best one. I'm not gonna. That lie, wasn't your it, best one. But it was my best funny one. But uh, yeah. it's still funny. Um, but I mean, you got to look at it. They got they got Dennis Schroeder down there. The person that's projected to back him up is uh, Malachi Flynn, who yeah. is not. Oh. <laughs> hey, hey, yo, you want to talk about? I ain't know he was still around. <laughs> who he played for? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I mean, he's only ever played for the Raptors. So, <laughs> hey, bro, um, I forgot my man's exit. I feel like he had a hot two weeks. I, I remember like right. I remember him cooking for like a solid two weeks. Nah, wasn't Malachi Flynn on the uh on the Memphis Grizzlies or not Memphis on the Minnesota Timberwolves? No, nah, he's been in the league three years, all three years with Toronto. Johnny Flynn was a you're Timberwolves. Oh, you're Johnny talking about Johnny Flynn. Flynn. Oh no, he's definitely not in the league. He sucks. <laughs> uh, uh last time I did that, somebody slid in my DMs. Let me but yeah, all I can say, yeah, you you don't remember Jordan Crawford, that guy sucks. Had to go oh, off on oh, it. Yeah, 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 that. Uh, but uh, ultimately, here's what I'll say: is that, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, I can see, I can see it a lot. I can see why him and his agent may be interested in there. And don't forget, even if he does sign an offer sheet with them, it does not preclude him from coming back to the Chicago Bulls. Now, yeah. to, on the flip side of that, what do you think for you? Right, we'll talk about what the Bulls could, would do in a second. But like, what do you realistically think? It's too much for Iota Sumo. If the Raptors come in with nine million dollars, are you are you letting that walk off? Probably because of the moves I've made already. I brought back Kobe White. I've re-signed Vooch. I'm probably got nine million. I'm probably letting you walk. And it's tough because I think that he will go there and I, he will develop. 
and he will be a player, especially paired with Scotty Barnes. And and um, I, I don't know what Siakam is there. I'm not going to lie to you. So that'll be – like, is he there? Is he not there? They've been trying to trade Pascal Siakam for, t- for Pascal, years. Pascal Siakam is the healthy version of uh, John Collins. Like, ever since they signed this man, they've been trying to trade him. Nobody wants Pascal. But everybody won't pass scale for not what the Raptors is asking for. Well, uh, they want him, but it's it's the fact of also that contract, bro. It's like you can't well, ask get, for a lot. Baggy bag. Yeah, and and have a ridiculous contract. So it's yeah. like the combination of that is like, come on, bro. What do you what what do you expect us to do with this case? I just I I, I think that Io Desumu, if they offer him nine mil, it, it'll be looked at as a steal in the long run. That's fair. By the way, Pascal Siakam's contract next season, $37 million. Well, y'all complaining about Zach. Yeah. <laughs> Whole time, though, I think we did that, though. They dang near we, the same player. I yeah. think we did that. When we looked We're at the, the same player. We was like, ah, they kind of the same That sounds like something wise. you would have said. I wouldn't have said that, but I get you. Nah, we like we went through, uh, maybe it was me and Kid. Like, we started going through their numbers. I was like, I'll take Zach Levine over Pascal Siakam. Then we actually started, like, looking through these stats, and I was like, they kind of put up the same production offensive-wise. And Pascal can block shots. <laughs> I still take Zach, though. I still take uh, Zach. We'll see. We'll see. But ultimately, man, hey, uh, I mean, hopefully we find out soon. And this is always for people who are asking, why hasn't there been a decision made on Io DeSumo yet? This is typical in free agency. Restricted yeah. free agents typically get they get handled last. Like, it yeah. just is what it is. Before before you have your... Because keep in mind, if you sign a player to an offer sheet, that money is locked up until the team decides to match or, or, or let you get the player. And so typically, you know, you don't want to have your money locked up until you make sure you exhaust all of the means. So it's coming for Io DeSumo. We'll see if uh, what the decision ultimately holds when it comes in. Here's the real question. Is anybody actually going to go 9 mil? I think Io's market might actually not be very good. Oh yeah, I don't. Th- I don't think uh, Io's not getting nine million. I-, I think at most, I asked that question, but realistically, I think Io probably, probably at most seven and a half. That's crazy to say because it's only two million, only two million, only two million. I might. I- I'll think about it a lot more matching them for seven and a half. Yeah, uh, seven and a half is where you start to say you you start looking at it and say, all right, listen. Um, what do we, how do we really see him progressing? And if yeah. you see that, you 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 look because for seven million, what he was defensively, keep in mind, I think people forget too. Iota Sumo, his rookie year, wasn't just a good defender. He had some of the best defensive analytics in the league yeah. his rookie year at the guard as a guard defender. So hey, listen, that alone is worth seven million dollars if he can get back to that. Yeah, I told you. Listen, I mean, he probably would make a lot less, but like a younger version of Chris Dunn with better offense, I'll take it. There you go. There you go. Next up, we're going to be talking about uh, the Bulls' success and how we can measure their success next season, considering the additions that they made. But before we do that, I got to talk to you guys about one of our sponsors, and that is BetterHelp. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And sometimes in life, we are faced with tough choices and the path forward isn't always clear. Whether you're dealing with decisions around your career, relationships, or anything else, therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate your life. So you can move forward with confidence and excitement. 
Trusting yourself to make decisions that align with your values is like anything. The more you practice it, the easier it gets. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnNBA today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash NBA. Music. Like Zach Levine. I'm like, hey, man, no, the DeMar pumping. The music. Pumping. <laughs> um, crazy. It's crazy. Uh, <laughs> and then nine, they just come, come straight in. Bow. Let's come in. Uh, but, whoa, that was the Zion. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That was that Zion is crazy. <laughs> Zion Williamson and porn star. That was that Zion is wild. See, I, 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 I used to use the phrase, you, you got a little too much dip on your chip when people would get a little ahead of themselves. Now it's like, hey, you coming you coming in a little a little hot there. You got that Zion in. Zion, man. That's Zion. That's wild. <laughs> but you presented a great question while we were getting ready for the show. And that is, how do we measure the success for the Chicago Bulls this season? You know, some Bulls fans, very pessimistic, will say things like, oh, well, we didn't do anything to make us a championship contender. We're mm-hmm. still going to be a first-round exit. We're still going to be this. We're still going to be that. Uh, I mean, it's really personal how you view the team. But, Pat, how are, how are you planning on judging the success of the Chicago Bulls this season? I, I think it's it's really about the conversation that we just had, right, about a guy like Ayo DeSumo. You look back, I'll go all the way back to 2019. That's we drafted Kobe White. We got Kobe White on the team. We have Ayo DeSumo, Patrick Williams, Marco Simonovich, Dalen Terry, now Julian Phillips. None of them have developed. They, they, Kobe's had some. Hella, some, right? But, like, not, not to the point where we hoped he would as a number four overall or a number seven overall pick, not Patrick Williams, to the point where he has, we'd hoped, as a number four overall pick. Boy, I, I stumbled my way through that sentence, didn't I? But uh, I, I think that, to me, success for this team is winning. It is getting back to that four to six seed to where, okay, I think I think we might even take the um, – disabled player exception into the season mm. and see kind of where this team is, because if they utilize that, that puts them into the luxury tax. So if you're in that fourth, fifth, sixth seed, it will make a lot more sense to me that they use it at that time trade for a guy that's going to help the team on the last year of his deal. But I think at the end of the day, we're talking about taking steps toward the Chicago bulls, trying to win a championship. And the only way that the bulls are going to take steps towards winning a championship is, is being able to develop the young talent that you have on your team. And it's not just about the talent that's here right now. You have to have a staff in place that's going to develop talent in the future. Like we, I know contrary to popular belief that people uh, think that we just have no draft capital, but there's a lot of draft capital coming up after the 2025 season. We have all our picks after the 2025 season. So for me, I look at this as, the Bulls' successful season is getting back to that fourth or fifth spot. And one of your young pieces that you've drafted over the last four years 
actually taking a step in the right direction. I mean, a legit step. Like, we come out of this season, like, it's not just Zach Levine. A step to the point where we're on this podcast next year saying we don't have to re-sign DeMar. We could do a sign and trade with DeMar and be okay. That's the kind of step that I think the Bulls need to see for a successful season this year. That's fair. That's fair. I, 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 the way that I, I look at it and judge it is that I, I do have a win number in mind. I think if the Bulls can get, we've talked about like how close, how many close games they lost, how many games they lost by math. Yeah. I, I'm saying if they can get between 45 and 48 wins, that's a successful season for the Chicago Bulls. Um, that puts you, that pretty much gets you outside of the playing area. Well, by last year, we'll see how this year shakes out. Um, and I think that that shows progression. That shows getting back on, on the path that you were prior. And then the, the difference between then and uh, and now would be you got DeMar's contract coming off. You can extend him, decide what you want to do with him. You yep. got Lonzo Ball's contract set to come off the year after that. You can decide what you want to do. And you just have more friendly deals overall that if you do decide to do a move, you can do that. You have all your first-round picks after 2025 or have a first-round pick this upcoming year. So, like, it, there's a lot of reason for, you know, to look at that and say, okay, this this could be a monicum of success for the Bulls. So, yeah. you know, it it, it it comes down to that. And I think that, you know, a lot of Bulls fans are going to want to hear that. They're going to say, well, if we can't get out the first round, what was it all for? Unfortunately, we it, it comes in steps. And we took a major step back last season, understandably so. We didn't have a point guard for the most part to start that season. We got one this year. Let's see what he brings us. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I brought the stat to the last pod, 61% is how many games the Chicago Bulls won with the two people that we said are a point guard, Alonzo Ball and Patrick Will or Patrick uh, Beverly. Um, and so for me, I think the Bulls will take a step in the right direction. That doesn't mean championship. And I know everybody believes that if you're not competing for a championship, it's a failed season. No, if you're not competing for a championship and you're a championship-level team, then you failed the mission. I, I don't agree. I, I love how Giannis said it so eloquently after the playoffs, but that that was a failure. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean that he's a failure. Doesn't mean that his team is a failure, but that season. No, that team was a failure. It, it, it's a failure. Yeah, I mean, that season <laughs> yeah. is a failure. It's okay. You got to come back. When you're to that point, that's when you start having those conversations. We got Bulls fans that want to have that conversation right now, and um, we ain't been sniffing a championship since Derrick Rose had both knees. <laughs> like, that's like... That's a hell of a way to put that, brother. I'm just saying, bro. Like, you, you have to temper your expectations. I know it's, what's the direction that this team is going? Hopefully up. Everybody thinks of where the Bulls were last year, 40 and 42, as they're 40 and 42 and they're going down. They can go the other direction. Yeah. No. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm 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 maybe I'm just too glass half full with all of it, but I see the additions that the Bulls made. I see um the additions that the Bulls made in the organization as far as development and different things like that. And I actually feel good about how this offseason has gone for the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, I, I like it a lot. And I talked about it over on Central. Like the way that the Bulls have added three-point shooting that was much needed you, theoretically on paper we have to see it come together actually in the games and i understand that but you've you've helped shore up something that was the reason why you lost at least 
five to eight games last season. <laughs> On top of, and then look, didn't even factor in how many 20 point leads did we give up last Blown. season? Blown. <laughs> so, like, it, 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 I really do think that, and I, and I hope Bulls fans keep an open mind once the season starts, but, like, I really do think, like, with more veteran leadership, with having players now that come in that, that are playoff and battle-tested that have gone through those grinds, I do think that, and better defense, like, those games that we saw, leads completely dwindle down and disappear because of shooting, because of lack of defense, whatever it was, we're going to start winning some of those games. And I think once Bulls fans start realizing that, that the last couple of seasons sucked. But if we start turning those things around, those in between things, it, I don't. I don't think Bulls fans really realize you. You take if we don't lose half of those twenty point leads that we blew last season, we're a forty five win team alone. And it, here's here's the wild part. That's crazy. How many we actually blew? We blew quite a few. But here's the yeah. here's the thing that I think changed. That's what she said. Hey, so tomorrow yo, I was trying to get through it. <laughs> I knew I wasn't gonna make it. Yo. Zion Williamson Woo! and porn stars. Hey, I was trying to just breeze past it. I was like, I maybe he's going to catch it. I wasn't going to let you. Maybe he's not going to catch it. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's, that's another one. It's another one, for, it's another one for Zion. <laughs> maybe he she definitely it. caught it. That's for sure. <laughs> well, as long as he didn't, I guess. You know what I mean? Hey, you never know. Hey, there's a lot of Jalen Green going on out right. here. Okay, know. all right. I think uh, I don't even know where I was going with. Oh, my point was going to be that at the at the end of all of this, um, the biggest issue that we saw a ton last season was the Bulls' defense. You, you build a twenty point lead and then you wouldn't score for nine minutes. So now you've got the defense and you've got the players that can turn that defense into offense or get out on a break offensively um, or lead the break offensively under Javon Carter. You add Kobe White back into that. So I think I think things will be a little bit I, – they'll be better. I, I don't expect this season to be the same struggle that last season was. Now, do I expect a championship? No. Do I expect us to all of a sudden be back at the top like we were with Lonzo? No. But we'll see, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. good we'll lord. See. We'll see. Hey, right. next catch it. <laughs> Next up, we're going to be talking about Grant Williams and his five-year, fifty-four three million dollar deal. We'll get into all that uh, right after. Well, during this, I forgot we don't have an actual yeah, ad no right there. No it's going to it's going to play out and zone out. Make sure you guys check out Locked On Bulls is free and available on every podcasting platform of your choice, as well as YouTube and the Odyssey app. But let's go ahead and get into it, Pat. Grant Williams, five years, a little over fifty million dollar deal. Nikola Vucevic got uh, three years, $60 million. Uh, a lot of Bulls fans, and a lot of I've seen a lot of outlets as well say that the Bulls may have overpaid for Nikola Vucevic. When you see a deal like this, how does this make you feel about the Vooch deal? Um, listen, you paid a lot of money for a dude that pissed off Jimmy Butler. <laughs> Can't make <laughs> me feel that bad. I, all of the deals make me feel good this, this offseason, dog. Like, Fred Van Vliet got $130 million. Fred Van Vliet can kind of shoot. <laughs> like, that's yeah. his best talent. You know what I mean? Dylan Brooks got $80 million to be scrappy. Like, I, you, none of these deals that the Bulls have given out hurt me. They None of them make me feel bad. The Vooch, Vooch is a top... 10 center. We will continue to say this because it is what the numbers say is a top 10 center in the league. And one that you would not have been able to replace. You got that for $60 million. Yeah. 
Grant Williams ain't even top 10 fat guys in the NBA. Like, he's not even. Stretch mark four. Stretch mark four. He's not even a top 10 stretch mark four. (laughs) He's not a top 10 stretch mark four. You got 10 stretch mark fours above Grant Williams. Big dudes in this league, bro. (laughs) (laughs) I just, like, I just, I don't know, bro. Like, I can. I like the scrappiness. I like the grittiness. I like the y'all know that I love them players on the Bulls. But realistically, think about what Grant Williams brings and then ask yourself, would you have paid Patrick Beverly $54 million? (laughs) Grant Williams brings a lot of talk, some good defense. Batman costume he's bringing as well. You know, the Batman costume. Hey, that Batman. That, that Batman. Hey, that's what got him trade. That's what got that's him what got. Him. <laughs> that's what got him <laughs> When Jason Satan said, what the f- are you doing? He's like, yep, yep, it's my last run, y'all. My last run. <laughs> yep, that's it. I'm out of here. I mean, uh, realistically, listen, Grant Williams isn't a bad player. I'm not going to sit here and say that. But what does Grant Williams do that is anything close to the production that Vooch can give you? Um, missing threes. All right, <laughs> you got me there. <laughs> I think that's about there. it, there, brother. Um, and don't get me wrong, I like Grant Williams as a role player. Like he, he's a role player. He understands how to how to play with with other ball dominant players. I like all of that. I'm not gonna lie. Like he's he's a he's a a, a solid role player on your team, and it just it just remind you how much salaries have ballooned up to the fact that a guy that has never averaged more than nine points per game or never even as high as nine points per game is getting that type of money nowadays, bro. Nah, I mean, it, listen, though, at, at the end of the day, I don't want to make it seem like we're, like, losing our minds over his deal either. It's 11 million bucks. Yeah. But I just don't see him as this, like, I don't know. I just, I, I, I feel like there were times last season with the over-reliance on putting Grant Williams out there hurt the Celtics. You, you say you feel like there were times yeah, where Grant Williams hurt yeah. the Celtics? Where, where, where the over-reliance on him coming into the game when he would get it, like, especially in the playoff run, like, I feel like there were, there were just moments where that just hurt the Celtics. Because you were, like, expecting this guy to be, like, the gritty defender that's that's stopping everybody on the other side but then at the at the end of the day he ends up just being a, a stretch mark four as you like to call him. i mean that's what he was i stand i stand by my analysis you know me i dig in uh but i that's I, a tough episode for you <laughs> for me we'll allow, for it. Me. we'll allow it we'll allow it come hey, on hey, hey listen hey you you having some tough you having some tough ones out here dog i know I, i'm very <laughs> poignant in my in my analysis is all i can say uh i mean every once in a while you gotta dig them out but uh with that said all I, right. I, just... <laughs> I think that's the episode <laughs> i think that's the one right there that's the one that did me. that's the one Hey, that might be the career. It might be the career. That might we might have to call it. We might have to call it a hey man. Lockdown been real fun. Really appreciate the opportunity. Will y'all tune in to Lockdown on Monday? Hey, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
They definitely not putting two brothers back on this show. <laughs> I'll never do this again. Anyway, oh man, when it comes to Grant Williams, all jokes aside, like he, he's a solid role player, man. He understands how to how to impact the game on both sides of the ball to some degree, which the skill level dictates. And it is what it is. I'm glad that he got his money. Uh, he goes to the Dallas Mavericks that actually need his skill set a lot as well. And so, you know, we'll see how it pays off. But, like, I, I think just it just I brought this up because we just got to remind people, y'all sometimes got to chill on Vooch, bro. I got to hey, chill on Vooch, man. I got to chill on Vooch, bro. Yeah, I got to chill on Vooch. It's, uh, I'm, I'm, I think for me, when you look at what Vooch can bring and you look at some of the deals that have been put out there, there's no way you could be mad at the Vooch deal. But here's the thing, too. It was much mad at the Javon Carter deal. This is true. That, like that once really I saw that, no, I was like, "Oh, we not that really being realistic." Made no sense to me. Yeah, that once made no I sense saw Muzz being mad at that, I was like, "Oh, we not being realistic." Yeah, that's crazy. Like, how could you be mad at the Javon Carter deal? That really makes no sense. <laughs> he's making six million dollars a year. And here's the thing: I think I'm probably gonna drop a reaction video. I don't think people really understand. We really went and got Pat Bell that shoots forty percent. Yeah, like he legit and less less mouthy. So, you know, maybe he not going to pop off the Vooch when Vooch miss an assignment, and maybe that's what the Bulls need. But you really wouldn't got Pat Bev. But he shoot 40% consistently. It's not a bad thing. Not a bad thing thing. at all. Go ahead and send this home, Pat. Hey, man, I appreciate y'all rocking with us as long as you guys have, man. It's been a fun fun time here at Locked On. Follow us on everything (laughs) at Locked On Bulls. You can follow me on everything. At Pat the Designer, especially on threads. Y'all tune in with me on threads, man. Hayes, get over there. Ah, oh, man. Another social media app, bro. I mean, I'll be over. Hey, Y'all bro, can follow hey, me at. Hey, Twitter's dying, bro. It's it's gone. It's, bro, it's dead. Hey, it's, bro, it's dead. The, the body's just still warm. That's all it is. Hey, bro, Twitter's hey, dead, bro. bro. It's done. That, we about to change that bird to whatever the threads logo is. Exactly. That's what we're gonna do here in a second. Uh, but y'all can follow me at everywhere at CEO Hayes. If I if I make it threads. That's what it will be. CEO Hayes at every everywhere. But thank you guys for tuning in and making Locked on Bulls your first listen every single day. We'll be back tomorrow breaking down any other news that happens with the Chicago Bulls team as, re- as well as around free agency, how it could impact the Chicago Bulls. But for Pat the Designer, I'm Hayes. This has been Locked on Bulls. We out, y'all. Peace. Peace. Gotta start up. Uh... Dust it off the resume. <laughs> <laughs>